0: Hey, cats, welcome to the Sunday afternoon reflection where I talk about um, what I understood this week and what I think is um, sort of potentially on the cards in the in the coming weeks. Um, this is uh, definitely unprecedented times uh, and this is the first time I'm trying to, to do this. Uh, I do write on property.substack.com. Uh, where I observe and summarize my writings in a in an evening note, but uh that's not for everybody so i'm making uh an audio and as well as uh the primary purpose of this recording is is for for uh an audio um piece um this is the first time i'm doing this uh and uh i i don't have a lot of experience with with voiceover so um I think there's going to be a bit of a learning curve, and uh, I hope that you'll um, uh, forgive me and, and provide me feedback uh, as, as I'm going through this. Um, um, okay, so let's 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 uh, let's get right into it. Um, about last week, uh, you know, things were starting to lock down. The government was trying to. Kind of enforce this message about everyone needs to kind of observe social distancing stay at home um, flatten the curve but essentially all they were trying to say was you gotta break the cycle and uh, one of the most instructive pieces that i uh bits of video that i consumed um this last week was an interview um between ted and bill gates uh so chris anderson asked a question uh to bill gates about uh what his perception would be if um he was president of the united states and 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 he said well there's a lot to learn uh from asia uh particularly china and south korea uh both countries have uh made strides in in the, uh, confronting this challenge tackling it and then providing examples for the rest of the world uh, and it's it's kind of interesting that both of them are um, Uniquely different in their own way <clears throat> so um, What he said effectively was that we've got to test Broadly uh, not like what's going on in Particularly in the us and uk at this point um, but It and then we've got to isolate people so that the potential of spread from people that are asymptomatic or symptomatic um is is reduced um and he has been uh sort of spending a lot of his time on global health and has been warning about these things for uh, a number of years so i would say that he while he's not a doctor he is he comes from a place of learning and um credibility um so but from an economic standpoint, uh, you know, the the weekend we saw that for the first time in its history, the government in the UK announced that they were going to subsidize payrolls uh, for companies um, for the next three months. Uh, this is, uh, while this seems kind of normal and expected in this type of environment, um, this is unprecedented beyond uh, sort of any expectation that I would have been taught uh, in economic classrooms at um, uh, you know most Western universities um, but it's the need of the hour and I am glad that the government of Canada has over the last week followed suit um, as has Denmark and a few other countries um, so we've got to think about this in in terms of system and um, you know the bedrock of any economy is the consumer um and when we think about the economy in a global term uh the u s consumer has traditionally been the linchpin um as long as they're feeling confident about the future and they're comfortable going out to spend uh money on things that they need and things that they want uh there is a need for factories in China and uh, Bangladesh and India to produce the goods that they're going to consume. Uh, But of course, as you've seen and experienced over the last uh, few days, literally everywhere around the world, uh, businesses are shutting down, Uh, governments are asking people to go into social isolation. And while there has been a little bit of a benefit of that to e-commerce companies there's not been a lot in terms of um you know people walking to the store or going to a restaurant to enjoy a nice meal um, uh, you know the the complementary services which bridge these physical businesses into the digital uh, such as delivery services etc they've they've had a little bit of um Sort of a boon. Uh, retail has seen a, a temporary sort of increase, but um, is that sustainable? And and the other question is how long is it possible for Western countries to rely only on digital engagement? Uh, I think the um, you know people are adapting to it as best as they can, and I think we are kind of putting the right emphasis as a society on prioritizing health over economy. Um, but the ram- the ramifications of something like this are going to be felt for, for quarters, if not years. Um, and we've got to be mindful of that. We've got to be thinking about how, at least in the short term, uh, the public spending uh, effectively Uh, government borrowing on the back of the taxpayer um, to spend and create jobs uh, is going to be essential because um, broad estimates around across Canada and the US say that we are looking at um, potentially 20 to 25 maybe even 30% um, unemployment which is which is significant uh, and and it's something that uh you know the society is going to have to contend with. Uh, so businesses come businesses need the support in their payroll which is a good thing to keep people employed. Um banks even though you know people want um sort of uh, you know a complete holiday banks are deferring payments and and that is going to impact uh, their top line. Um Notwithstanding the spread compression that is coming because of Bank of Canada on the monetary side uh, and, and banks in general, uh, central banks in general across the world, uh, accelerating the dec- the reduction of interest rates, unlike we've seen at least since the 2008 crisis. Uh, but this time, it's also unprecedented in that we are now uh, very close to, and in some advanced countries uh entering the um uh, negative interest rate territory which is which is a whole new beast i mean everyone points to China, uh, japan for sorry japan as the uh as a country which has kind of uh, worked its way through negative interest rates for a long time and it hasn't really worked for them so well but um i, I think you know we are at least at at least the way it looks like right now we are we are headed in that direction and and there's a lot of there's significant uncertainty about how that's going to play out and whether it's uh the rates are ever sort of how sustainable that is going to be now um bank of canada on friday did uh decrease its rate by 50 basis points but it also, for the first time, um, started a quantitative easing program where it's going to buy $5 billion worth of Canadian uh, government bonds. Um, and it is also initiating a um, commercial paper um, purchase program, uh, which, which is, this is unprecedented territory for the Bank of Canada. They have not done this before. They did not need to do it. In, in the last 2008 financial crisis but um, again this time the combination of the financial or or I, I'm not going to say financial, the economic impacts, the, the debt loads on uh, companies and also uh, households um, is only secondary to the economic slowdown Uh, that has been caused by the public health care. So what a lot of people had been doing, um, not necessarily because they were trying to make things come to a breaking point, but more because they were taking a narrower approach to solving whatever issue was front and center for them, uh, was that they, they took... What I'd like to kind of think about as a more shorter term approach on how do I get through sort of this quarter or this year or my tenure in this particular um sort of you know on the board or in 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 a uh, public office uh <clears throat> and and what what that's come to is is that we were rapidly kind of going to a place where our uh environment was becoming unsustainable um the the livelihoods for uh the average person uh who works hard in uh, in the western world was coming to a point where it was starting to become unaffordable and they they needed to use credit to um uh, sustain their lifestyle and 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 you know everyone knows that there is, that's not a forever plan. It's more just, uh, you know, it's a bridge from here to there, but it's not sustainable. And now people are going to have to unwind uh, a little bit of that that load. Um, what are we going to start seeing in the next little while? I think The good things that are coming out of this are, one, uh, people are starting to adapt to the tools that are available to us, but we were not using them fully. Um, For example, interacting via video, uh, using the very powerful computers that are in our hands to get things done. Um, it, It has very importantly brought to light, importance of thinking about our personal cleanliness the cleanliness of our environment and the ability for us to keep the show going uh, and underpinning that is this importance of taking a long-term view thinking about how this is going to impact me maybe five years from now how this is going to impact me 20 years from now how this may impact next generation and the one after that um if we build on solid foundations there's no reason why things cannot last uh when you focus things on uh just one primary driver um, then at some point in time uh, it becomes shaky and then at a certain point in time it just simply becomes unsustainable Uh, so what that means is, is that we've got to go back to the drawing board. we've got to start thinking about what kind of world we want to live in, um, and from a property perspective, uh, you know there's a lot of conversation that's gone on about rent strike this week. Uh, the, the premier has in Ontario, for example, has um, you know to kind of blunt the noise, has said, "You know what? if you cannot pay, uh, it's okay, but there are public programs." In terms of emergency relief, and landlords for the most part are would be well advised to have a conversation with their with their tenants and and take a compassionate and and uh, you know empathetic approach to getting through this together. Um, none of us make out make can make this can make out of oh, sorry I can't say this properly none of us will really be able to make this out. Uh, make get out of this on our own uh, but we will all be fine if we think about the collective responsibility that we each have to ourselves and to everyone else around us as well Um, the property markets over the next little while are going to be impacted um, in in most places uh, because the physical interactive nature of uh, the business is now uh, being challenged in the face of um, you know and a, a lockdown and um <clears throat> but again i mean I, I like to look at the other side of that as well which is that the adoption of online and digital tools is going to be uh accelerated uh, i think there's going to be greater um appreciation for uh what people uh, would be would deem as acceptable um and that uh typically the the progress the technology has always been the bedrock of of society since we had fire and then the wheel and 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 now we think of it more in the terms of the internet um but there's been just a step shift uh because people cannot be in the same room so they are uh, more open to uh, using new technology and satisfy those cravings. So one of the cool things that we've come across this week, it's its the best find of um, COVID-19, um, i say, is this app called House Party, which allows you and your friends to get together, see each other, uh, and play games together. So uh, we played trivia, which was a lot of fun, and we have been uh, working through their version of Pictionary as well. I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted so that they, they can't sort of use it, but uh, it's, uh, you know, draw and guess the game. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think more new products and solutions and new ways of um, re- reigniting the economy are going to come up, but there's definitely going to be some structural adjustments that we're going to have to deal with. Uh, Up front this week, we're going to start seeing uh, more labor data that's going to come out. Um, We are expecting a significant increase in uh, the uh, claims for employment insurance in Canada. And uh, the numbers are likely to look uh, eye-popping in in the U.S. as well. Uh, The Bank of Canada will announce this week how they're going to... um, operationalize or or what assets they're going to start buying in this commercial paper um, business uh, program and uh, I I think the banks are going to announce their revised rates uh, based on Bank of Canada's reduced um, prime rate announcement uh, on late in the day on Friday as well Um, this has been a uh, an interesting experience for me and the purpose of uh, putting out video, audio, and writing is to engage with folks who uh, interact in a different way. Um, So, if you read, if you watch, or if you listen to any of my content and you have any feedback or questions, uh, if there's certain something that I said in there that you uh, don't agree with or you would like to see some more uh, sort of um, third-party confirmation about, I'm more than happy to share that with you. The purpose of putting uh, these pieces of content together is for me to create a little bit of a memory for myself. Um, and also for me to try and organize, uh, and, and, and kind of make sense of all the things that are going on around us. Um, what I've thought about doing each week is to, uh, also kind of highlight one book. Uh, That I've read over the last little while that that could be useful and um, At this point the 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 book that I kind of want to talk about is The Sprint so the Sprint is a book that was uh, picked up uh, by uh, You know, we're we're faced with some really, really big challenges at this point in time and um, having this uh, maker mentality uh, is is really interesting, but you've got to have a bit of a method to the madness as well. So this is a process that was uh, written down by a couple of people that were at Google Ventures before this. Google Ventures is the single largest um, corporate M&A group. And, uh, because they were receiving such a large number of, um, inbound requests for companies that, that, that wanted to get acquired by Google, they developed a little bit of a process. And then as they started their own sort of venture lab, I think they went, they kind of codified this. Uh, so if you're thinking of, I mean, as you're sitting at home and you're thinking about what next. Uh, and if you feel that you may be potentially impacted by, uh, the, the, the recession that is going to, uh, follow in the next few months and you're thinking about, you have an interesting idea that you want to build out, um, this, this book, the sprint is a good, Id- is, is a good one for you to look at. Um, and, uh, it's, it's more like a work through type of book. So it'll, it'll give you a little bit of the tool and resource to start thinking about it Um, goodreads.com is a good place where i typically go to um, get a little bit of a better understanding about books that people recommend and then i also kind of put them on a list so that if at a certain point in time i'm going to go and get get some books later on um i can choose from that anyway have a great week Um, I'm, i'm gonna keep making content for you guys uh through the rest of uh the quarantine and hopefully beyond that as well uh, but, uh, thank you for taking the time and I wish you well.